Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, April 23rd, 2019, and this is the... No, it's not. It's the Voice of Misery podcast, the first of many. And this is a solo podcast because, you know, it is Tuesday. Some things have changed, but a lot of things will not. Uh, Really, um, the only things that did change were the picture that I did make myself in less than three minutes on Photoshop using some state-of-the-art equipment and technical prowess, you know, because I'm good at that stuff, kind of. But no, I'm actually, yeah, I'm pretty crappy. I'm actually surprised how good that thing came out. I'm very proud of it. It's going to be good on t-shirts, hats, and pins, and buttons, and stickers, and all that bullshit. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to probably start, you know, mass marketing some stuff. So, maybe go to a couple appearances and things like that down here. Um, There's a lot of fairs coming up. It is the summertime, and we got a lot of nice events going on. So what I'm thinking about doing is just possibly going out to some of these things and having some t-shirts in the trunk of the car, hats, buttons, stuff like that, and just handing them out to people. So hopefully that spreads some awareness for the podcast and uh, gets her name out there even further. I'm actually very happy that we dropped the Myrtle Beach part of the name. Um, I, I am very proud to live here. I love Myrtle Beach. Uh, I like pretty much everything about it except for the traffic and the idiots driving. But um, other than that, it's a great place to live and we do love it. It's just like we did say in our last little 10-minute uh, podcast to update people on the, the, you know, the name changing and everything like that, was that it was a necessary evil. I mean, the Myrtle Beach Nerds, it was fun and all, and it was a, you know, it was a really shitty name, let's just be honest. It pigeonholed us to Myrtle Beach, and we didn't really talk about Myrtle Beach that often. We maybe mentioned it once or twice, but the thing is, is like, if we had a podcast about everything Myrtle Beach, and I said this to someone on Reddit who was talking to me about the podcast was like we could we could cover everything about Myrtle Beach in one podcast, in one two-and-a-half, three-hour podcast. We can cover everything, the beaches, the places to go, uh, you know, just the geography and bullshit like that, maybe like a second one for the history and the haunted, the haunted shit in Charleston, the prison system, the crime rates. I mean, there's really not much you can talk about with Myrtle Beach. It's just like there isn't, there isn't really much to talk about anywhere except for, save may, maybe Manhattan, and uh, California might have some good stories, only because, you know, so much shit happens there, and you got all the celebrities, and just uh, everything that happens. But Myrtle Beach is pretty nondescript, man. It's just a fun little place to go with your families, and it's a pretty good place to live, too. I mean, I enjoy it. I like the weather and everything. But yeah, let me take a breath for a second, because I just fucking talked for a lot. Uh, a long time there. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm just really happy that we did change the podcast name, and and, and, and I like the logo, and it's just going to take a little bit of getting used to for everybody um, involved that... You know, to stop saying, at Myrtle Beach Nerds, no, it's going to be at Voices of Misery, and that's the Twitter at now, at Voices of Misery, and the email is Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. So, send in anything. Um, if you like the link, you hate it, or the, the picture, let us know. Send us a, send us an email. So, we did get one little uh, one-star rating, which pissed me off, man. Pissed my, pissed my significant other off more than me. She was pretty upset about it. I told her, you know, it's bound to happen. Uh, not everyone's going to like everything you say, just like life in general. I mean, there is no podcast out there with all five-star reviews. I mean, of course, you're going to get the occasional asshole that just hits hit you with a one just to do it. Or someone that just genuinely doesn't like the podcast. But I do implore you, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't like it, I would appreciate an email. Send an email to, if you hate my voice, you hate anything about us, let us know. This is so we can improve in the future. I mean, I'll just be one of those blind, like, downvoters that people on Reddit, they go on a... Uh, like Reddit threads and just downvote something, even if they agree with it, just because like their fucking religion is downvoting things, just because they're they're the downvote mafia. That's what they do. And send us some constructive feedback. We're just trying to get better at this thing. We're not great. We're not perfect. We're getting there. You know, we're we're getting better with each podcast. I think, and uh, with your help, 
will achieve our goals and give you something you can hopefully be proud to listen to in your car while you're driving to work. I mean, that's the goal of this whole thing, to give people content that they enjoy. And it's a good way for us to vent, and, you know, it's a good outlet for us, you know, and pretty much that's it. But, yeah, I, I, I do have some more news about that guy who wanted to reach out to our podcast. Um, he hasn't said anything yet. His name is Rob. Um, yeah, so just waiting for you, bud. If you're out there listening, hey, go to your damn Twitter messages, man. I sent you one. You wouldn't mind coming on there. Just let us know which one of us, if you want one of us on there, if you want both of us on there, you know. I don't know which podcast you listen to so far. If you're just a solo guy or you like the the Marathon Duo podcast, let us know, man. Because, like, we're we're interested. We talked about it some more this morning, and uh, we both want to get on there. Kind of spread the wealth. Um, we have a lot of downloads. you got a few downloads, you know, and maybe mix your crowd in with our crowd, and we'll we have a bigger crowd, you know. That's just the way it works, man. We all got to help each other in these podcasts. Thing. It's very overcrowded. There's a lot of people out there, and the only way to stand out is to stand up and move on, man. Get some more people out there, you know. Today's a really shitty day, though, man. It's fucking beautiful outside. It's just, it's just really nice. And the thing that makes it shitty is like it's so nice you don't want to be doing work, and I'm stuck working today. They did start off pretty damn good, though. I'll tell you that. When I was getting ready for work, I walked outside, and my eyes almost fucking jumped out of their sockets. That very annoying neighbor, the one I told you about, it's like the neighbor community leader. He's like the conversation piece. He stands out there and talks to people and attacks them for like hours and shit. Uh, whenever he sees them, he just loves conversation. He just likes to talk to people. That's his thing, you know, whatever. Can't hate on him for liking to talk to people. But when he like grabs random people in the middle of the street and talks to them, you can tell that they don't want to be there and he just won't let them go. He's always out there doing something in the neighborhood where he's going to people's houses and shit. He's got a key to every house but ours, apparently, it seems. He's always, like, walking around and in and out of people's property and shit, cutting her lawn and just doing things, stupid around. He's just so... I, I guess he's supposed to be a nice guy or whatever. But anyway, I go outside and I see a humongous moving truck. His house has sold. My significant other, co-host, she uh, she saw... Because she punched in the guy's address on Trulia, which is a site where you can sell your houses and shit like that. That his sale is pending, which means it probably hasn't updated yet and the house is probably sold because they're moving out, baby. Thank goodness. <sighs> the guy never really bothered me in particular. It's just that, like, I don't like when people, like, hang out in front of my property. And, like, he, he talks to everyone in the neighborhood. So they would all congregate. And he would be at my neighbor's house and on their yard. And he's always waving and shit. I mean, I'm sitting here complaining. My, my neighbor waves at me too much. Wow. When some people have legitimate problems, like their neighbors, like, fucking breaking in and stealing shit or asking to borrow things and looking for money. But I guess the best way to avoid that is just not to talk to anybody at all. I mean, we don't talk to our neighbors. I mean, I, at least I don't. I don't talk to anybody, man. She she made a couple of friends, um, some lady at the bus stop and our old neighbor who lived next door to us. She was a very nice lady. Um, she had kids and shit about our kids' ages. But, uh, like, I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't talk to fucking anybody, man. It's, 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 it's good for me to not talk to people because I, I just don't like the fact that, like, people knock on your door and... Once you open that door, my whole thing with neighbors in general is, like, once you knock on that door and you say hi and you exchange names, that's the end of it, man. I mean, they'll fucking knock on your door or something happens to them. Like, there's just so, so many problems. And, like, my mind, the way it works with the anxiety and shit, it works a million miles a second. So that's why my thoughts, they come, they sometimes ramble, and I'll go on one thought for a while, and I'll jump back to another one just for people that might be listening to them for the first time. I, I did take some CBD this morning, so it calmed me down a little bit. So it is, so it's like instead of going 150 miles an hour, I'm going 135 miles an hour. But like I said, once you exchange names, I mean that's like that's like putting a ring on somebody's finger. It's a fucking lifelong sentence at that point. So when he dies or moves, if you make friends with your neighbor, um, 
you know, you're like, hey, my name is George. My name is Bob. Okay. And then, like, George is fucking always constantly bothering Bob. Um, George's wife breaks up with him. He needs a place to sleep. He's going to Bob's house. Bob's got a game on this week. He invites George over. George doesn't want to go. But George does reluctantly. And then George brings over beer and food. And Bob has nothing. So George provides everything. And every time there's an event, George is bringing everything. And Bob's a leech. Bob's asking for this. He's asking for that. Hey, can I borrow a few bucks? Hey, my car broke down. Can you give me a jump? Can you give me a ride to work? This, that, and the other thing. Now we're best friends. Hey, motherfucker, can I do this? Can I do that? Hey, you're letting me down. We're best friends, remember? If you can go back in time and not say hi and exchange to name George and Bob together, it would avoid all that shit. So that's the way I see it. And I mean, I was friends with a girl years ago, and um, we, we like grew up together. We were like best friends forever. But she had this problem. She got an apartment. This is maybe like 15 years ago or so. She had an apartment, and this girl um, moved in. They'd never exchanged looks or anything like that. And one day, she invited her over for a drink. She got into a fight with her boyfriend, and I guess the girl came over. And they talked, and they, you know, had, like, girl bonding time. They got to talking about people in the apartment complex and shit like that. And then it turns out that girl was a real train wreck, you know? And, you know, my old pal, um, I don't know if I should say her name. Her name is, L- all right, fuck it, Linda. She, um invited this random girl over you know they had the wine and shit they talked and then ever since then the train wreck i forgot what the girl's name was a train wreck but anyway she was like getting a fight with her boyfriend all the time he'd beat the crap out of her and she'd be afraid to like like fucking like be home because he had a key to her place and she was too dumb to get the the locks changed so i guess like the she was like staying at linda's house or her apartment and it was like next door it was like one of those like new york style apartments where there's like a million of them on the same fucking floor um the boyfriend came over and I guess, like, he knew that they were friends, so he looked for the girl, got in the house, she wasn't there, but he noticed, like, some of her things were there, and, like, I don't fucking know, this story, this is, like, 15 fucking years ago, man, I'm old as shit, I forget the exact details, but basically, long story short, he came in the house, she was there, and he beat them both up, and, yeah, my buddy and uh, his ex, or whatever the fuck the situation was with those two, he beat them both up, and yeah, she tried to defend her and all other shit. That's why my friend got beat up because she tried to defend the girl. And yeah, it was really bad, man. But anyway, they were both in the hospital, like broken ribs and shit. He was a fucking maniac. But yeah, that just goes to show you, like, just don't fucking talk to people and you won't get your ass beat, all right? All right, that's the, that's the fucking point of the whole story, man. I'm just fucking rambling at this point. And, uh, you know, like, then you got to go to funerals and things like that. And you fucking people you don't even know just because you got to show support for your pal. You got to go to weddings and just things you don't want to fucking do like everything becomes an event like like you inherit all their bullshit their family their problems everything you know and like and then like hey you guys are going to the beach can we tag along and like you and your family of four turns into a family of 10 because you got to bring their fucking pieces of shit with them you know along with you and then it's like all right we want to leave but they want to stay and they drove so we're stuck you know it's just nah, just let us do our own thing we come and go as we please and don't bother anybody that's basically the moral of the story but I know I sound like an asshole right now, and, and I know, I understand the sense of community and the sense of belonging and friendship and things like that. People need those in their lives, so I'm not going to, I believe me, I don't make fun of people that need that in their lives. I'm just stating why I don't. And hopefully some of you can relate to this. Some of you probably won't. Some of you are going to be like, man, this guy's fucking pathetic. He's a pitiful loser. He doesn't like any of the people. He doesn't like people. And this is the truth. I mean, this is not a gimmick. I mean, I'm fucking miserable. That's why it's the Voice of Misery podcast. My wife has to live with me, so she's miserable, too. So she likes to get on and talk some shit, you know? But anyway, um, I did mention death very briefly um, in a couple of podcasts. And I had a dream the other night that, like, I was, like, afraid of death. I was a fucking hypochondriac, you know? And I woke up from the dream, and I was like, you know, I had, like, a cold sweat going on. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong? Death is, death is a good thing, right? And the question is, 
It's like, is it good or is it bad? We don't know what it is. Like, no one's actually ever fully died. Even though some people say they died and came back to life and they saw all these things. They're angels and they talk to people that they've never seen in, like, years or some shit like that. And the reason why is because when you die, your body releases the drug DMT into your system and you basically get high as fuck before you die and you see shit. DMT is a hallucinogen and you could buy it, you know, illegally and get high and get fucked up. Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. He does it in micro doses to keep his mind open or whatever the fuck he says he does it for. But anyway, like that that's what happens. That's why people see shit. The truth is, like, nobody knows. Like once that once that high wears off and your brain shuts down after it lasts a few minutes after you die, it's, it's gotta be fucking weird to imagine that shit, man. So like you have a few thoughts, so like you die, like your body's numb, you're like, holy shit, this is it. And like your brain's on for a couple of minutes. Maybe that's the like your your life flashing before your eyes. Like maybe that's it when you're dead and you're just thinking, like, holy fuck, this is it, and all of a sudden you start having like these memories of things and you're thinking about all this crap and you're trying to fight and will yourself back to life and then it just turns off. Like a light switch getting turned off. That that's why I would pretty much think it is. Like when you die, your fucking your eyes just shut and that's the end. You I mean you have your few thoughts and you know, it's just, it just, it just, um, yeah, it just all ends from there. I, I, that's the way I think it is. I really don't think there's a grand, uh, grand anything to it. You know, you just fucking, you're here and then you're not. You know, it's like someone stomping out a, a fire at a camp. Fire is going wild and all of a sudden a foot goes down, steps on, it's done. It's over with. It's, it's extinguished. That's the way your life goes. At least that's the way I, I think it is. I mean, that's not the way I hope it is. I hope there's no heaven and hell. I hope it's just basic. Well, I mean, I mean, who wouldn't want a heaven? But without heaven, you got to have a hell. And if God's as spiteful as they say is in the Bible, I'm definitely going to hell because I never said that prayer to, to, to you know, for forgiveness or whatever. I, I, I'm a non-believer until I see it. And I know if it's too late, if you die, supposedly, because I mean, God gives you all these second chances up until you die, and then you get up to the pearly gates, and you can't say your prayer then. Apparently, you have to say it when you're alive for it to actually count and mean things. There's so many fucking rules to this whole, you know, are you going to heaven or not thing? It's just crazy. I don't live my life in fear, so I choose not to believe in the Bible. I just want to be a free spirit, live my life exactly the way I want to live it, but as a good person. If that's not good enough for me to get in heaven, then so be it. I shouldn't be banished to hell either. I should just be like Patrick Swayze and Ghost, just walking around, just scaring the shit out of people, or just watching people do their daily routine as a ghost. You know, I mean, I, I would be okay with that. That'd be kind of cool, you know, no more pain, no more suffering. You're dead. You know, you can't die again. You're just walking the earth, man. You're just pointless. Like, if the world explodes, you're you're safe. You, you're, like, invincible. You're a superhero, pretty much. That That's the way I would like it, you know? I've said that before, too. That's the way I would definitely like death and life to be. You know, like, right now, I feel like we're in hell because there is all this shit that goes on in the world that's terrible. You have to work. You got to do all this other stuff. There's debt. There's sickness. You, you have no control over much of anything in life, really. I mean, if you get cancer, you got cancer. I mean, the people here are withholding the cure. That's a whole other story. But, I mean, like, if, if, if you get that death sentence of HIV and AIDS, you're pretty much dead unless you're Magic Johnson and can afford the cure. It's fucking crazy, man. Like, you really don't have control over much. And that's why I think it's hell, because, like, you're, you're just pretty much fucked no matter what. You know, you, you really are. But if you're dead and it's like Patrick Swayze and Ghost, you're in control of your own destiny, man. You could fucking go haunt people by the train station or jump off a bridge and land at your feet. It's okay. It's okay, man. As long as you can teleport. Like, I, I would want some kind of cool powers as a ghost. Could float and fly and shit. That'd be really fucking cool. And I, and I wouldn't mind doing that for eternity, you know? That'd be really cool. But yeah, I mean, like, everyone has their own conceptions about death. Like, what's, what happens, you know? Like, that's just my personal belief and opinion. In all honesty, it's not going to be Patrick Swayze and Ghost. I just think that when you die, you die, and that's the end. Um, I also had another theory when I was younger, too, of uh, reincarnation, where, like, you die, you don't come back as a butterfly or an ant or a piece of dirt or some shit. 
I'd think you come back. Well, I used to think that you would die. And what would happen was, like, the second your eyes shut, final last time your brain shuts down, the, the plug is pulled, you, like, you're, you're crying the next instant, you're getting pulled out of your mother's womb, and, like, you're just a random baby, you know, and then you, you start life again as something else. Maybe, maybe that's what happens, who knows? Um, yeah, I don't believe in that past life shit, like, oh, you must have been Hitler in a past life, because you got such a shitty life now, no. I mean, I, I, I don't believe in that, I don't believe in that kind of thing. It's just, it, I mean, it, I know it's kind of a grim topic, but I, I think it makes for an interesting conversation because no one knows the answer to it. And if you pretend to know, you really don't know. You don't know shit because nobody knows unless you actually died and came back. You know, you died for 20 minutes and came back. You know, there's really no way. Some people have said, though, that they've seen things without this due to the DMT trip. Other people have said they died and that was it. They didn't see anything. It was just it was nothingness. And they were brought back to life. And here they are. There's no way you forgot. I just think some, some people got the trip and some didn't, you know, like maybe that person didn't have the DMT, his brain didn't release it, who knows, who fucking knows, it's mind boggling, it really is, I guess it is, you know, uh, varies from person to person depending on what you believe in, so no matter what you believe in, your religion, I respect it, I'm not going to hate on you, I'm just telling you, I don't believe in anything and that's what it is. Uh, AOC's been in the news a lot. I'm not going to talk about politics, but man, will they leave her the fuck alone? She, I know she's an idiot. She says some dumb shit, but please, man, I'm so sick of hearing about her and the fucking media and the news, man. It's just, it's nuts. I, I, I gave up on politics. I still listen to some podcasts like Dana Lash and Ben Shapiro sparingly. I mean, I used to listen to him every day, but he's just, he's just such an incorrigible fucking prick sometimes, you know? I have, I have turned my whole, um, I guess, political uh, views in life. I used to be a Democrat only because, like, as a Hispanic male, you're pretty much told at a young age you have to be Democrat because, you know, otherwise you're, you're on the racist side. And it turns out Republicans really aren't that bad. I mean, they're doing a lot for minorities right now. Like, look at the black unemployment's lowest it's ever been. Hispanics, same thing. And Hispanics, a lot of Hispanics are actually for the wall, the border wall. Because, I mean, the ones that are coming in are giving them a bad name, the, the legal ones at least. I was lucky enough to be born and raised in New Jersey, man. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about politics. Fuck that. Let's, hey, how about we get to my other topic of the day? Uh, a person actually said something on Twitter. They sent out a Twitter post about marriages and how grandparents used to talk about marriages. And they said, why don't you think they last nowadays? And I had a really interesting uh, reply to that. At least, you know, I, I thought it was interesting because it was the first time I ever had this thought before. And I got a lot of likes on there, a couple of retweets, and uh, thank you for those retweets, by the way, to help out the podcast tremendously. You'll never know. Thank you. Keep it up, please. I also wanted to give a quick shout-out to um, a really good listener, by the way. Um, she's a very nice lady. She's from, she's from Canada. Uh, she retweets pretty much everything we put up, which is awesome, and I appreciate it. She's got about 20... How many... How many I, I have it up. She's got 2757 followers. So, I mean, it, it helps out. We've got, like, 500-something-odd, like, bot accounts or some shit. I don't even know what the hell. These people have no kind of, like, help at all, these other ones. But she's a real person. Her name is Deb. Uh, her Twitter is at Deb's Wombat, at D-E-B-S-W-O-M-B-A-T, Deb's Wombat. She's a very good, very awesome listener and subscriber, and she retweets. So she helps us out a lot with our listens. So I appreciate you, Deb. You're great. Go Canada. Um, yeah, so I, I, just, I just wanted to throw that out there. You're awesome, Deb. But yeah, um, there, there was someone that said something about the marriages. So anyway, this is my answer. So they said, you know, like our grandparents, how we didn't learn anything from them. And I think we did. That's why marriages don't last anymore, man. How many old people are happily married that you know in your personal life? 
working retail, I mean, I've seen a lot of old people. They come in and they nag at each other, man. Like, they give each other the nastiest, like, looks and shit. The husband tries to take over everything. The wife is just supposed to handle all the business while the husband works and just gives her the money. And she takes care of all the shit. She's basically his fucking secretary that puts out once a month, you know? But it's like, back then, it was just different. Like, you got with someone, you stayed with them. That's just the way it was. Through sickness and health, no matter how much you hated them, for real. People just didn't separate, man. Like, husbands used to smack their wives around on a daily basis, and, like, wives do their place. They were basically subservient, and that's and that's just the way it was. The reason why marriages don't last nowadays is because women are empowered now, man. They don't fall for that shit. And women aren't supposed to just fucking make the bed and cook and clean all day long while fucking working a job and giving you their money. They actually have, like, a thoughts and opinions finally, man, and I think it's great. I think it's freaking awesome, man. Like, back then, women were just, like, men's whipping boys. Like, uh, behind every good man's a good woman. Like, no, that's the truth. Uh, that's, that's the way it was back then. Uh, uh, actually, behind every good man's a quiet woman that does everything the man says. So that's basically how it was. You watch any of those shows from the 50s, the 60s, and probably the 70s, too. I would say the 70s and the 80s is when women started to finally start coming out of their shell a little bit. The 70s were free spirit hippies, man, love, equality, and all that shit. Peace. Yeah, I would say the 70s, mostly the 80s, and in the 90s, you know, you had, like, those TV shows coming out, and women were starting to do things, and now it just exploded, and now women have all the rights, and men have none. It's craziness, right, how that fucking happens. But, yeah, anyway, going back to that whole thing, it's like, men would smack the woman around, and the girls would cry a little bit, <laughs> okay, okay, I'll do what you want. You know, they go clean up, and they do what the fuck they gotta do. And, uh, you know, when, the, when, when, like, the men come over, the, the women have to fucking talk, ask for permission to, before they speak, and shit like that, you know? And it was just like they were afraid to leave. They had no other options, man. There was no way out back then. Like now, there's so much. There's so much stuff. There's empowered women. Um, there's all these groups and everything like that. They all banded together. Now they have a voice, and everybody's all like, "Yeah, women power. Hell yeah, man. Pay us equally. Do this, do that." And it's great. I for one fucking love it. You know, it's the coolest thing ever when you know women band together and they're doing shit together. Hold on a sec. All right, I'm back after the short little break. I had something happen real quick, some technical difficulties, but I am back, motherfucker. But yeah, and anyway, like I was going back to, um, doing a jump right back and on into this. Even though technical difficulties happen, I do feel the need to announce them, even though you would never know, because I can stop and record again. Truth of the matter is, I fucking forget what the fuck I was saying last, man. My brain is fucked up. I'm going to get back on the CBD, though. I'm going to get back to CBD in a minute, but let me finish my thought first. But yeah, um, but like women have just so many more outlets now, and it, it just, it really makes it, makes it good. I mean, like they, they have things that they can do. They got places they can go. They've got outreach programs. They got phone numbers they can call. They've got all these support groups and things like that. And it's awesome. If all this was around back then, your grandparents wouldn't be your grandparents, man. Your, the, the relationships would be a lot different. There would be a lot more divorce. The problem was, was like once a woman got divorced, her life ended back then, you know, it's like they couldn't work because no one wanted to hire them. They would be stuck at the house with a bunch of screaming kids. I didn't know child support was even a thing back then. It was, it was unheard of. You know, you're leaving your husband, you whore, you know, and they were shamed out of it. And no matter how bad the man was, I think it's great the way things are now. And that's why divorces are the way they are. And also uh, another thing too, like a, going back to the, a little callback to my social media podcast, social media is making people cheat. There's a lot more options out there. You know, um, if a husband and wife are together, the wife finds a social media account. Uh, she, well, she makes one. She sees a guy she used to date in high school. They reconnect behind the husband's back. They're talking a little bit. They're talking about things they used to talk about. Those old feelings come back, and then they meet up for coffee, and then they're fucking. And then the next thing the husband knows, he comes home from work, suitcase is packed. She's gone. 
And yeah, that happens a lot. Uh, that was just a quick little rundown of what I think happens. But I mean, it does happen, though. I've seen it happen. I've heard about it happening. And uh, when I was a young man, I used to mess around with a woman who left her husband for me when I was 17 years old and she was 29. So there you go, uh, people. There's a little fact. Maybe I'll talk about that one day. Who knows? I, I don't fucking know. If I run out of stories to tell, I'll, I'll tell that story. Um, but yeah, uh, it, was so, it was like an AOL chat room. I'll fucking go into that one day. But... I mean, it, it just it just goes to show you, and it was just a huge fucking mistake on my part. I was a kid, I was fucking stupid, but anyway. It, it just goes to show you that, like, you know, social media and people getting bought together is another reason why marriages don't last, because there's so much more out there. It brings people closer together, and things happen, you know? Like, back then, the only way you could meet people was at work or at church, you know? Or if they're in your neighborhood. Otherwise, it's pretty hard to know people, you know? Like, you can go anywhere in the country now with the click of a button by going to a website or a chat room or a, a fucking app or whatever the fuck you want to call them. You can just be bought together with people over the place, and it's not a good thing, man. It brings together all these weird ideologies from people that you never met in the first place, and there you go, you have a catastrophe, man. You know? But yeah, that that's that. Um, yeah, like I said, if you guys want to bounce some ideas back and forth, man, my email is open. Uh, maybe one day I have some of you guys on as guests. I don't know if uh, anybody will be interested in coming on the show, but if you are, let me know. Um, it's at voicesofmisery at gmail.com, and the Twitter is at voicesofmisery. So there you go. You can hit us up. And, you know, if you got anything of interest to talk about in regards to today's podcast or topics you'd like me to talk about in the future, just hit us up, man. We are always available. And uh, we're going to be doing a podcast on Wednesday as well. I'm sorry, not Wednesday. Wednesdays, uh, our, my whole schedule's fucked up. Getting this new job screwed everything up. We're gonna be back to our old schedule as of this week, and then we're gonna, you know, bounce things around as my hours change and shit like that. I'm, I'm thinking two Friday podcasts a month, and um, we'll just fill in the blanks. Maybe a Wednesday here or there. So Wednesdays and Fridays, depending on the week, what I'm working, and uh, I'll always be doing my solo podcast. So you got that to look forward to as well. I do want to talk about CBD real quick. This stuff's changed my life. It really does help out. It's just too expensive at the moment, so I've been kind of laying off of it. It's like $70 a bottle for the one that I like, the one that tastes like straight up bud and smells like it too. It's called Palmetto Harmony. They need to give me some of this shit for free because I need it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just really good stuff. And like it helps me with my anxiety, the burning in my the burning sensation in my chest, tapping the fingers, my eyes wandering around when I'm driving, things like that. It helps me zone out or stop zoning out a little bit. It helps me relax, stay fine-tuned and focused on what I need to do. It's, it's really good stuff, and I recommend it to anybody that has any problems with anxiety, depression, or anything like that. It's just really soothing, man, and I enjoy the hell out of it. I I, um, I just wish I had the money for it, to be honest with you. It, it, it would just be nice. Um, I'm going to reach out to Palmetto Harmony today, actually. I'm going to reach out to them and see if they would uh, be interested in me sponsoring the podcast, if I can get a little free uh, CBD sometimes, because it helps. And I truly believe in the pot and, and the product. It's, um, it's, it's amazing really changed my life and I would like to get back on it I'm gonna try by reaching out to them so let's see what happens with that ladies and gentlemen uh, anyway you know today kind of went good it was a good good podcast I, I like to throw them out there once in a while you know just to kind of keep things going obviously my little once a week solo podcast is just something I like to do just to talk man is to get it out there and for you guys to listen to it and throw some ideas back at me if you, you know, want to leave a comment or anything like that, we'd appreciate a five-star review on iTunes or any of the other places listed below in the podcast link. We're everywhere, man. You go to the voicesofmisery.podbean.com. You can get links to all the other podcasts or just listen directly from there, the Podbean app or anything like that. We do appreciate our Podbean followers, and we appreciate every one of you that just listen. 
you know. Um, ho- hopefully, changing the podcast name will get us listeners and for, you know uh, followers from all over the world, places that we haven't even been yet. So we'll see, man. Hopefully, this thing gets bigger and better, and we can put out more and more content for you. Uh, this week's podcast, a duo podcast, you're going to enjoy. And um, I'm just waiting for my celebrity guest to get back to me. She's been kind of quiet the past few days, so hopefully she didn't bail out looking at some of the topics and things we talk about. So we'll see what happens with her. Um, If not her, I'll get somebody else one. I've been reaching out to a lot of people. I'm going to reach out to some more today just to get somebody on the podcast. I want to give you guys some good content. So that's the goal, man. Make you guys happy and keep this thing going. Hope you guys like the new logo. Let, Let us know what you think about that as well. You can send an email or hit us up on Twitter. Just let us know. And I appreciate Rob from his podcast, and uh, hopefully he's listening, and we'll set up a date with him to do something. I know he does his on Mondays, but with podcasts, you can record any day as long as you can find something mutually beneficial for the both of us. And we'll record that and get that out as well, man. We're looking forward to it all. But, um, yeah, that's it for this week. And, uh, yeah, if you want to hit us up, I'm going to say it one more time. It's at Voices of Misery on Twitter. And Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. Please send us some stuff so we can talk about it on the air. And uh, we are very quick to reply on the emails and things like that. That's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. I'll talk to you guys soon.